just like you. Yeah. <laughs> Not really tight. <laughs> More loose and sloppy. <laughs> Bitsy Eldrazi went up the Aether Spout. <laughs> Down came the walkers and washed the Eldrazi <laughs> out. Along came Bolus and dried up Ugin's eye. And the Itsy Bitsy Eldrazi went up the <laughs> Blind Eternities again. Nice. <laughs> you are correct. You do, I do love that song. You are. He, he said it before we started recording. I'm going to love this. And I do. That is, I sing that to the boys, but I do. I don't know. Do you do that? The tickling? Like... I, yeah, I, you, you do whatever you can yeah. to entertain them. <laughs> that was, I wouldn't call Eldrazi itsy bitsy necessarily. Itsy bitsy. No, no. Actually, that follows the storyline of Zendikar. <laughs> I actually have a second version for Battle oh, for Zendikar nice. and Shadows of Innistrad. That'll come out. Uh, Bye Bye Black Sheep. No, that's uh, no, not not that one. But you'll know the other song as well, which nice. will be awesome. That was amazing. So Itsy Bitsy Spider by I have no idea who that would be by. Uh, well, uh, I believe Mother it Goose? was uh, Mother Goose, Aesop Fables. Oh, or yeah, it would be. Aesop. I don't know if that's accurate but, either. Yeah, we're trying to. <laughs> Anyways, well, welcome to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. I'm Lowry Smith. Gan cousins. Gan cousins. <laughs> we're Gan cousins. We're grand cousins. <laughs> grand old time. <laughs> uh, this is episode number twenty-two. It is, isn't it? Uh, we have actually a lot on our schedule today, but first let's. Do our normal. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Commander Smiths, and you can email us. Which we got emails. People this know week. how to do it. It's real. CommanderSmiths at gmail We got like three, e- three or four we emails. Got four, four emails yeah. this week. It was just like everybody decided. Oh, we feel bad oh, for we, them. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> we're, we're it's, it's, I understand that they're pity emails, <laughs> yeah. but it also means I can't do the the self deprecating jokes anymore. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, it'll so be... that was pretty awesome. Also, it was just like I was like, hey, did you see that email? I think it's more directed towards you. It was, was like. like three days Holy old and i was yeah. like <laughs> i was like well, wow, what, what happened uh and then you can also uh subscribe to us on youtube uh we got a couple people there um so yeah that's our our main places you can find us right now uh but this episode mm-hmm. we got we got a lot on the docket today yeah. what do we got going so today? we want to talk a little bit about uh we have magic news just a, magical a, news a magical news a, a short snippet they gave some information for commander 2018 coming out here in uh august 10th yep and then uh we have commander spotlight yeah going into which one are we doing we're doing one of the elder the victus asmati the dire yeah and so... i call this deck the dire from the shire nice do you have some uh, hobbits in there I don't. Well, no, there's no yeah, Kithkin. Then what the hell is? Why is it the Shire? It rhymes. <laughs> That's what we're about. Uh, so there we go from Commander Spotlight, and then we go into our just the tips. We're actually going to answer a few of those emails that we got, um, the questions that they had. We thought they were actually really good questions, and yeah, figured no, we'd really share the info with everybody. And then, of course, we finish off the episode. You didn't have to make that hand gesture. That's <laughs> they didn't cool. see it. Yeah, I did, though. That's like exactly... Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, now you're adding with sound our, effects? With our, with our, it's your, your masturbating No, that's sound. yours. You did it. <laughs> they have never heard me do this. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I wish they could see that visual, I'm too. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> not mad, just disappointed. Smith Specs of the Week, there though. There we go. Smith Specs of the Week is our finishing this episode off with. Uh, well, what, why don't we dive right into our magical news this yeah. week actually like larry was talking about the commander 
kind of spoiler-ish. So they, about... they, they let us know what the colors are going to be and what those colors are going to be doing Yeah, out of the four decks. It's kind of interesting. I like that they involved artifacts as one of the colors. You know what I'm saying? Well, like... and they've, they've been working with uh, artifacts being colored since, you know, Shards of Alara. So I, I think it's... It's what they should be doing. So yeah, we have four commander sets, and they are—they're going to be forty dollars a piece yeah. uh, per deck this year. And we have uh, is it Jund, Band, and Esper are going to be our four commander yep. colors. Um, we have blue, red, which which that will have the artifacts in it. Yep, that's going to be artifact theme. And it looks like it's called what exquisite invention. Yeah, that looks like a, it's probably too big of a word for actually what's happening, but <laughs> that's fine. And then... Jund is going to be lands-themed, uh, and it's going to be nature's vengeance. And then we have Bant, which is going to be enchantments-themed, and that's adap- adaptive... Adaptive and <laughs> God, I can talk. Adaptive enchantment. So enchantments is actually in the... The word there. <laughs> yeah, it should be fine. And then uh, for Esper, you have uh, Top of the Library Matters. Oh, that's uh, going to be interesting. Which is uh, Subjective Reality, the name and, of it. And they have some art that they started to release with this. I don't know. Do you think these are going to be like, these are just cards and it's not actually the commanders necessarily. Some of them no, look like they yeah, could I don't be. No, yeah, don't, I don't think you're going to have like a red-green legendary yeah. spider or anything. I think it's just <laughs> like the coolest... Uh, art that they man got that for. girl there's a girl in the swamp with like it looks like the will of the wisps it kind could of thing be. that's that what i was just thinking there. yeah she is freaking creepy as hell in there got some like dead moths like silence of the lambs butterflies going around her yeah so the, the art's pretty dang sweet i don't know i get the feeling with there's one with the and go on goldfish has a good connection or actually we'll, we'll yeah we'll, uh, we'll, we'll link get a this. link underneath but there's one that this gal's pouring water and it reminds me of the gods and yeah, i think it, it might be it'll a god. definitely be yeah. like something theros and it'll yeah. be in the enchantment deck adaptive enchantments um i'm i'm worried about some of the decks a little bit like, why is that i think the artifact one's gonna be fine yeah like artifacts are just awesome and uh, that's gonna be an easy one but like adaptive enchantments like makes me feel like you're gonna be playing auras and then like switching them from creature to creature randomly like oh. there there are some cards that do that like mm-hmm. that's how it's adapting and you're just like those cards suck <laughs> they're not good so i'm afraid maybe that it's that's some new weapon. stuff though new mechanics that they introduce that... It, it could be but um and i'm sure that they're going to do something i mean like, like each that. year we've had the commander sets have gotten better and better and better that you can yeah. just play them right out of the box and so, so maybe you know with the theros uh art Maybe they make, you know, add some more bestow cards and they're just better bestow cards because before they were just way overcosted. Or maybe we get the uh, totem armor again. That'd be really cool. I'd be happy about yeah. totem armor. Yeah. Or Umbra. Yeah. Umbra. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's our little tease. This is our this is our Christmas. This is a <laughs> yeah, this commander. Is, this gets is the revealed. the big stuff right here. Yeah, this and that was we'll get excited about. It, we're going to talk a little bit more about this later, but that kind of kicked our ass this week because they eBay did that 15 percent off, and yeah. then we were like, all right, should we buy the box? Because we were going to get them for 99 bucks. And then by the time I was going to check out, they were sold out. So then I went and tried to pick them up, and they were $20 more. People are faster than us. <laughs> and then by the time I checked out, it was freaking those were sold out. So these are going to sell like crazy. Um, but, yeah, we have a little tip with that later when we get to just the tips. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, nice. Is that the sound that the tip makes? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, gross. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was just like imagining. I'm like, yeah, that's that's impressive if you can make that noise. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to Commander Spotlight. Yeah. A spotlight deck. The Victus. All right. So, Lowry, what is? How do we want to do this? How is this deck kind of? situated so th- what i'm doing with the deck is i'm trying to make the ability of a victus osmati like become a benefit for you so those of you that haven't gone and looked at the, all the elder dragons which i'm sure everybody already has but just so you know he's three black red and green and he's a flying six six elder dragon when he attacks for each player choose target permanent that player controls which also includes yourself yep Target player sacrifices those permanents. Each player who sacrifices permanent this way reveals the top card of the library, then puts it onto the battlefield if it's a permanent card. So you're destroying the stuff on the battlefield. Yeah, the best permanents of your opponents and the worst of yours. And it can be land. And it can be land. You can. It's any permanent Gaia's on the battlefield. Cradle. Well, that's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll leave Gaius Cradle around. Yeah. No, it's it's going down. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's one of the, one of the things that you, you got to think about a little bit is if you're allowing this just to be random, the the best chance that you're going to get is just flipping a land. Yeah, getting and, them to flip a land. Yeah. Well, yeah. even if you, even yourself, if you're going random. The best, the the highest percentage chance is just you're going to get a land because yeah. that's the most of a permanent type that you have in the the deck. So we haven't discussed about how this deck goes. So can I kind of guess? You're, it's more of you're manipulating the top of your deck by exactly. what you're saying right there. So exactly. you're you're setting yourself up so that when you kill whatever you're going to kill of yourself, then mm-hmm. boom, the big guy comes out or the game winner comes out or the combo comes out. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't really play not, combo. Not infinite but, combo, but something that works together. That Yeah, and, and so like I, I did get to play this with a couple of friends this this past week. And Lucky. It felt, it, yeah, it was really fun. Son it was a, a really fun game. <laughs> you can't uh, play without me. Games. <laughs> I can. I'm cheating on you. Yeah, you are. But uh, who is she? <laughs> well, it's two guys. Don't worry oh, about it. Oh, nice. Don't worry about it. Uh, so but, both those holes get filled. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yeah, I don't know where to go from there. Uh, and so what? Uh, the most probably the most important thing in this deck is the top of your library mm. manipulation. So yeah, that's a majority of your cards. I, I have a ton there, and you know that that goes from like the big boys that are almost always in your deck with Sensei's Divining Top, Sylvan Library, Miri's Guile. You have um, sixteen manipulating your top yeah. of your deck, which is awesome. I mean, that's in a normal deck, that's pretty sweet to have a lot of manipulation to the top of have 16 of them that's really going to be awesome for setting things up i think it's funny because remember we talked about green with our cord cards for commander and you're like i never have sylvan library and miri's guile in the same deck yeah boom they're in that but, but it's is, understandable but it's super it important sits, yeah. it fits with what you're trying to do but it's funny that we had just talked about that and then you're like i've never done that i don't, boom, I don't they're do in that. There now. um and so some like important cards are like, well you have your three what the two i just t- discussed and then sensei's top and then go yeah. with the other ones so you have like i think two unique ones that i've actually wanted to build around for a while are uh two tau is that how yeah, you say we it? can do that honored physician and that's one and two green and basically it's a creature that before attacking you tap it and you can put a creature from your graveyard on top of your library nice 
And then you have Haunted Crossroads. Which is pay a black and put a creature on top of your library from your graveyard. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And so um, with those, like, uh, and then another one very similar to that, which is a land. It's kind of expensive, yeah. but it's really good. Uh, Volrath Stronghold. Yeah, this is what? Is it a $20, $30 card? I want to say $30, $40 at this is point. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's a black colorless and tap the land. And then it, uh, you put a creature from your graveyard on top of your library. Yeah, that's pretty and badass. And so you have a little bit of consistency there. If they're killing your creatures, you're able to just kind of get it back. You almost don't need, like if they're trying to kill your commander, you don't almost, like in this deck, you don't have to even put it back in your command zone. You just draw it the next turn and pay six. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're you, you setting yourself up. You have enough consistency to be able to do that. Um, some easy cards that I would go through, like, you have Noxious Revival oh, yeah. and Reclaim. Really quick, Vol- Volrath's is up around 60. Oh, geez. Yep. Um, so I, I, that's I got why it I don't around have that like card. 20. <laughs> yeah. So like Noxious Revival and uh, Reclaim, and there's also a card called Salvage from Portal. Those are just one green, and they put a card, any card from your library, on t- or any card from your graveyard on top of your library. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're doing this, um, are you... What are you targeting normally for your stuff? Are you putting out tokens at all? Are you targeting your land? What kind of things are you trying to sacrifice? It's, are you and, doing and some would, recursion I stuff? I would say that's probably the biggest problem. So, okay, I'll answer that last one, recursion. I'm trying not to play reanimator. Okay. And I'm also, like, I didn't do anything reanimator, and I didn't do anything like putting big creatures from your hand into play. Because mm-hmm. those were things that definitely came up. And I was just like, well, I could do this, but then it's not helping the Victus Asmati. And so um, I, I just cut those cards completely. Okay. Um, so no, uh, so no, you know, uh, Elvish. Uh, Piper? Elvish Piper's not in there and cards like that. Okay. Um, so I, I'm trying to basically only be playing cards from the, from top, the top of, of, your library. of my library. So it's kind of like when I built Grenzo where I was only trying to play stuff from the bottom from of my the bottom, library. Exactly. So everything's set to go to my graveyard or go to the bottom of the library. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like that setup. So you're not. And so some things that you want to look at a little bit. Remember, scrying helps you yeah. with the top of your deck. Uh, the tutors help you. Um, there's actually like the Harbingers. Uh, from Lorwyn and the there's new ones from Rivals of Ixalan that'll go and search for certain cards. So it depends on whatever you're playing in there. But I went with like Giant Harbinger, and that allows me to go and get the Black and Red Titans, which are sweet. Yeah. Um, so so one card I I'm looking at your minute or your look at the top card kind of stuff here. Um, one card I've been wanting to try to put in decks, and I always end up cutting it, but this works perfect in here, is Aid from the Cowl. Yeah. And I've just never have been able to... That always gets cut kind of early on when mm-hmm. I've tried to do but I've wanted to play with this card. And this is exactly what... Because you actually... If if you get to attack with uh, the Dire, that'll trigger. Yeah. And then if you don't have the Dire in play to attack, you can still be able to get that to trigger. Yeah. So then a couple of the other ones you have, Lurking Predators... Um, that's what whenever an opponent casts a spell, look at the top reveal card. Reveal a top card if its creature comes into play. Okay, and then Vizier of what is that? The Menagerie. Uh, mena- ooh, Menagerie. 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 That's that where I was meant? going. That's not the right <laughs> way of using it. Menagerie. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's that's like so you get to it, you can multiple menage trois, yeah. menageries. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> but uh, that that card you can always look at the top yeah, of I your like library at any time, and then you can play creature card or cast creature cards from the top. Of your library. I, I like this card. I think I have one, but I like this as like a it's a pretty cool card, card and, yeah. and like in the future here in the future. Yes, we're not going in the past and specking because that'd be amazing. No, it wouldn't. All right, we're going to cut that part out. <clears throat> Probably not. <laughs> nope. If we haven't and cut then, other things, yeah, we're yeah. cutting that. And then your last one of that is Call Call of the Wild. Um, that's actually, two green, two colorless. Uh, reveal the top card. If it's a creature, you put, put it, it into play. play. And nice. since you're always, you're almost always going to know what's on top of your library, you know when to use it, and you're going to be cheating some fatties into play. Some cards I do want to okay. talk about still with uh, manipulating the top, just real quick. If you can go out and get Scroll Rack, it's a great card in general, and it's perfect in this deck. Um, and then uh, a little Library bit more... Library of Lenge. Yeah, Library of Lenge is really kind of cool because um, the drawing in this deck is based off of like Wheel of Fortune style. So like Faithless Looting, Draw 2, Discard 2, Doretti, Discard. Then if you can actually discard big creatures to the top of your library with Library of Lenge. Set your, your top up. And then you can... Yeah. yeah so it's... It really works well when you have that style of draw on the deck. Uh, so then, what's our next package here? What are we looking at here? Those are uh, those are going to be the big permanents that you're trying to cheat into play. Oh, okay. Um, and so. so this this one, when you're looking at tapped out, I think this one is definitely where you can be switching cards in and out. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of just went with experimental creatures at this point. Um, Ooh, you got Archfiend in there. Actually, and I, that's the one I wanted to highlight the best. Like that card's amazing. Yeah. This card is pretty ridiculous. You, um, so it's six and two black. It's from battle bond. So this is one of the cards from battle bond. The foils went crazy because it's the only time yeah. it's been printed. Um, flying when your opponent, your opponents can't gain life. You can still gain life though. And it's, um, at the beginning of each end step, each opponent loses life equal to the life loss that that player lost that turn. So, so if you're able damage, to get in with your dragon for six damage, it's actually twelve if you're cheating that into play. Yeah, and then and, it, it checks everybody at the end of their turn. So yep. if another player does damage to a different player, boom, they lose that again. It, it yeah. ends up being really well, and it hates on life gain as well. Um, some other cards that I really like in there was like it that betrays. Mm-hmm. Cause um, then when they're sacrificing, you're getting their permanence. Yeah, anything like that. that's, uh, coming back to you. Um, I, like I said, I, you have Inferno and Grave Titan in there. I like that you put Vo- Void Winnower in there. Cause I want to get this to go in more of our decks. <laughs> I agree. That's, that's kind of why it's here because I think it's cool, but I don't know how good it is. Side note really quick before I forget about it. Hmm. Um, one thing I do want to implement at some point is we don't use, uh, the Monarch thing. Is that right? It was a major yeah, no, Monarch. Monarch. Nope. I want to get that. We've never, I don't think any, I've never seen Monarch been played. I think it'd be really cool in Commander, but yeah, we, we haven't seen it. It just because so. he had the conspiracy and whatever. Sorry, that just made me think of it. And I was like, before I forget about mentioning that, I wanted to say <laughs> it. I don't know. Cause I like Void Winnower's ability with the evens and all that stuff, so I kind of that made me think of the Monarch stuff. Okay, sidetrack. Anyways, yeah. so it was just kind of like experimental creatures, and I was trying to hit certain things. Um, there are some creatures in there like Woodfall Primus and Worm Coil Engine that allow you to actually sacrifice the big ones and then still have value after that. And then Platinum. Um, Platinum Empyrean is really sweet uh, because you can if they do kill it. You're you're generally going to be able to bring it back. Yeah. Um. And so like you can do it at the beginning of the game, and then they just can't really hurt you. 
um, if you do it at the end, they got to have an answer for it. Yeah. Um, I like this. I like them all. I like that. <laughs> it's interchangeable, like you said. You yeah, can this... pick anybody could take the 10, 15 big fatties there and put whatever ones you kind of want in there. Because they, they're just, when they get out, they're pretty brutal to deal with. So they're going to be badass yeah, yeah. with it. Um, next one, what are we dealing with here? We got a couple uh, those, of scry lands oh, in there. Yeah, be, that, was, <laughs> that wasn't in the right place. Um, so those are those are the wheeling effects. So I gotcha. Um, those are your draw spells. So like I had mentioned before, I'll just do it real quick. You got Doretti. You have Faithless Looting. Uh, Magus of the Wheel. Reforge uh, the Soul, which is the Miracle uh, Wheel of Fortune. And then Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. So um, those cards, like I was saying, are great with Library of Lang, but also they just get you to see more cards. And you have enough stuff that brings stuff from or permanence from your graveyard on top to your library. So wheeling is not a bad thing either. Yep. And then you have your monorocks. You got six monorocks, your typical signets, uh, monocrypt, and soul ring and fell or stone. Yep. Uh, pretty pretty we, basic and simple right there. Then we move into your protection stuff. We got five of those. So you have lightning greaves, heroic intervention, which I love that card. Uh, swift, foot, swift foot boots. Now this one. Asceticism. Yeah. I like that. That's actually probably going to go on my wall deck too. That's what I was thinking about. You can't about. copy me. Yeah. No. I can. And then you got anger. It, which I, I consider haste, haste. Okay. a uh, kind of a protection. Yeah, so it allows you, you still get one in, gotcha. at least for the most part. All right. And then were these the, piles supposed to be together? Uh, they were separate. We okay. can do the one. The short, uh, that, the little yeah, one? The little one. So, so you got Kerkeep. So that Kerkeep is a land, and that allows you to put a 0-1 creature into play. Like you. So there's your sacrifice. So that's engine. a sacrifice yeah. one. And then... Uh, Ugin's Nexus, and that's an artifact for five. Yep. Uh, if a player would begin an extra turn, that player skips it. If it is put into the graveyard from the battlefield and said exile and take it, ah, exactly. So you have something that stops people from taking extra turns, and then when you sacrifice it to the dire, you get to take an extra turn. Oh, I see. You took a little bit of my uh, coin flip idea stuff what? here. No, no, no. It's not. Seize the day and aggravated assault. Yeah. They're double attacking. It makes it yeah. so you can do it twice. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, and actually, it's not really like a kill condition where you're no. getting the flips, but, but it's making it so you it can. It allows you to get more hits in with yeah. the triggered ability. Doing your trigger. The same thing. Yeah. Making yeah. your trigger happen twice. And then Stryonic Resonator, which also that was, doubles. That was in my. My deck, and then I cut that one. Did you? I think I did. I don't know. You put it in, in your for coin me. flipping, or yeah, the coin flip. <laughs> All right, and then we move in. Wait, is That's this our last one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, these are yeah, extras. Those are, those are your normal ones that yeah should they're, be in there anyways. Super unique. All right, cool. The, the two other things right here are pretty like you can go a lot deeper on this one if you want, mm -hmm. but it's looking at opponents' hands or permanents. Are, and then putting them on top of their library. Okay, so you can kind of set up their stuff. Yeah. So it can't. It, so if you. So you can set it up where you're putting a land or, or something, something that isn't a permanent on top of their library. Exactly. With agonizing then, memories. Then making them sacrifice or sac killing something, and then they actually don't get the the exile the or the card trigger that comes in coming into play. Yeah. So and then the other one was plow under. Yep. Plow under is putting two lands, two lands. in play on top of their library, so that. Who cares if they get a land? Well, that think you of that, though. You go of. two lands, exile one, 
of their other lands. Now they're down three lands. Well, they'll get one they'll of those get back. back yeah. So, but still, you're wiping out a land. That's that Plow, could be Plow Wonder is a solid card. If you know, some people are gonna hate like the the land removal mm-hmm. with it, but with the dire, if you're not going after people's lands, it's not as bad. You paid five to get that one of their lands back, but then you're getting rid of one of their worst permanents. So, it uh. I was thinking it's not nearly as bad for kind of the hate part of it. So what were some of your strengths and weaknesses of your minor, your little play that you did? You played a couple games. How many games? Uh, we I ended up playing three with it, but the first game technically didn't count. And I, I told you about yeah. that one. But what happened with that? <laughs> so I went I went uh, Mana Crypt into Felwar Stone, into uh, Soul Ring, into lightning greaves Cheater. with the scry land <laughs> and so i got to scry that land and it was a land on top draw the land uh play it put down steel hell kite attack for with lightning greaves on turn two yeah it's ridiculous and then turn three i was playing the dire and the two guys were just like yeah let's stop this <laughs> and so i was like yeah that's that's probably a good idea yeah. <laughs> uh, but then the other games they understood the power of so it they and they're like killed okay. you right, or not killed you but they targeted you the, a the second bit more. game i did win but i was at three mm-hmm. and i had platinum empyrean and and they just i killed off one guy and then the other guy was down to like 17 cards in his library and so the guy who had lost thumbed through his library he's like let me see your hand he doesn't have any way of dealing with it. Oh, right. So, yeah. so it was game. Yeah. But he was going to be able to, like, tap down my whole crew, so I wasn't going to be able to do anything. Yeah, but he but was going to get decked been, after 17 decked turns. And he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, um, but the, the deck feels really, like, you start throwing out big guys really mm-hmm. quick with the tutors. Um, so you like, said your problem, you, the, the thing that you felt was a little weak was that you run out of things to sacrifice or you don't have easy sacrifices. That, that part can be a little bit troublesome. Like when I'm gold fishing with it, I do sometimes end up hitting like my lands or mana rocks mm-hmm. um, just, just to try and get the trigger. And that's when you're really struggling and you're probably going to be in trouble anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like cards like, I have Kalidus in there, just stuff that kind of makes random tokens or it that betrays or grave betrayal that You'll gives you their theirs. permanence. Yeah. yeah. So you do want to look for stuff that gives you value when it dies. And so I tried to keep away from like the cards that I used in Crav because it's a little bit similar to Crav where when some when you have something die, you want to get the value out of it. But I wanted to stay away from like the little incremental value and just go big with it. Uh, so sometimes you just end up with like big permanents and big creatures in play mm-hmm. and land. And so you're just like, well, what the hell am I getting rid of yeah. on this next one? Um, so that's, I mean, that can be a little bit of a problem, but you're generally going to have the biggest couple things on the board and you better start winning the game after that. Nice. So Yeah. I, <clears throat> I like, it's a different, it, it's a different approach of that commander can do different, like you can do different styles with it. Cause I think, I probably would have built the completely different deck and that one I like that how you built that that style of deck you're setting up your top more so you know I think yeah. a lot of people might do it where they have tokens that they're just trying and trying to get lucky but setting up your top will be a lot more consistent yeah. and for that's what you want to get. And like I was saying earlier I have found like if I'm just trying to get lucky it's freaking always a land. Oh, so yeah. yeah it's trying to get it lucky. Can be, yeah. <laughs> 
Yikes. <laughs> Excuse me. You're sorry. gonna be around your wife's family for a week here, right? <laughs> I know. You better calm down. <laughs> Get this out of your system. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's gonna be a week and we either have to be very quiet. <laughs> Anyways, uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, please. So please go into more detail. Yeah, so I, I I can't wait to get my deck done so we can actually do some battling of ours. Yeah, um, I think it'd be really fun. So my my plan is I I kind of scrapped my original idea with the. Um, I I know what I would do with if I was building your deck. Oh, so, really? Yeah, and it's probably <laughs> going to be better with than whatever you come oh, up with. Right. Boom! What a douche! You're drunk. <laughs> yes, we get to drink a beer. I, I was a dickhead. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> I brought up this pretty uh, good beer. It's from Sula. Or do you just, Surly just do a, be a dickhead just so you could drink beer? Is that what Sometimes. it is? <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, so this is uh, you're going to be with Kirsten, and she's going to be like. Why are you being such a dick? Oh, it's because I want to drink a beer. I thought that's how I have to it's drink. practice. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry. So this one's called Mosaic Kettle Sour, um, and it is Ooh, thoroughly enjoyable. I like sour beer. Is it sour? Well, you're going to have to try it. Yeah, it's sour gonna, in the name. I'm not going to spoil it here. Well, that's what we do. We spoil no, things No, we only on spoil Smith's. cards, not beers. <laughs> But it what, is, what's gonna kind of stink is uh, I've been drinking an Angry Orchard today just because I, yeah, I know a cider wash, beer. Wash your mouth out. Yeah, this is gonna be really. Beer. Thank you. This is gonna be a different taste than what I've been yeah, drinking. First taste doesn't count. Oh, that's not bad. I like it. I feel like that's a pretty common reaction for you at this point. Mm-hmm. I like beer. And like I said before. Wow, you didn't bring up something absolutely awful. Like Cindy even opened up a beer today. It was uh, Sam Adams. It was one of the special ones. And she had a taste and she's like, oh, that's disgusting. I was like, all right, let me taste it. I drank it. I was like, oh, that's not bad. <laughs> like I can <laughs> drink it. You know, it just depends on if I'm going to be able to down it. Those are different kinds of beers. I like these. Like I said on the other episode is I like sippers. So mm-hmm. this is a mm-hmm. sipper drink. Um since we did that, why don't we move into our next segment? Uh, right? Or were you done with the... You have a no, little yeah, bit more. No, that's that's good for Commander Spotlight right okay. there. Okay, cool. I like it. Uh, I can't well, wait to you. see it and kill it. So, we, yeah, we'll have a link to that on tappedout.net. Um, it actually almost looks like some people have already seen it. So Oh, really? Yeah, you, you, you can kind of see how many people, people look at it. And so I was like, when I checked on, like, Wednesday or Thursday, there was already like seven people looking at it. Oh, geez. So nice. Um, so, what do we want to get into this? So, this week we actually, like we talked about we earlier, we actually got a couple of emails. We got a few emails. Um, where do we want to start with? Do we want to start with the. I, I think we go into shipping, uh, uh, dealing with shipping and like kind of working out whatever numbers we have. Okay. Um, um, so, we want to start with the. the how we ship it and everything is that what you're saying yeah okay let's do that so actually this question came from uh david and he was asking how we ship basically how we cut back on shipping Mm -hmm. um cut back on shipping costs and basically how we ship our packages um i do a lot more sales lowry does a lot of the trading oh how do do you do for the trading trading. i'm curious about how you actually package your Um, package Package my packages. I'm multiple. Tightly just like you. packaged. Yeah. Not really tight. More loose and sloppy. There's our sounder. <laughs> loose um, and sloppy. So 
I, I try and have a little bit of a range. Like, um, I don't send out cards that are under a dollar. Mm-hmm. It's not worth my time. No. Um, and even if I'm sending out a trade package, I try and have my trade package at least over $4. Um, and that just kind of feels like a good range. So I know that most of the cards that I'm trading away, I bought for like either 20 cents or 50 cents. And then I know that I'm trading cards away that are over a dollar. So each one's clearing 50 to 80 cents. Mm-hmm. And if I can get four or five cards in there, I'm clearing about three and a half, four dollars minus shipping. And right in there, I'm not worried about like tracking or anything. Yeah. So the tracking is what kind of gets expensive in the yep. bigger packages in the U.S., which is something that we'll try yeah, we'll and get a, discuss a little bit. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, so, you know, a stamp is like, what, 48 cents? 50 now. Is it 50? Yeah. All right. Well, I bought all my forever stamps at 48 cents. <laughs> um, and like a small envelope, I think I equaled it out. It was like 11 cents per. Um, and so you roughly know that it's like 60 cents to yeah. send out in that package. You, if you don't have any hard cases, just go buy some cards. You'll get hard cases in the mail for free and then just start using them. So that's part of my yeah. tip with everything, too. Is, I have never bought hard cases. Yep. Uh, you don't. If you are specking after a couple months of specking, if you're new to it or if you've been doing it, save every packaging thing that you get. Not yep. everything with it, but everything that deals with the card. You get the penny sleeves, the hard casing, and then the... I, I just call them foldy sticky. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I don't even the use them, but I ones. keep them all. You keep all of those, and you'll never have to buy those ever yeah. again because I have boxes and boxes, and I'm using them. And I've been selling cards like crazy uh, over the last couple weeks, especially with the wall stuff. Now those are starting mm-hmm. to go crazy. Um, so, and you should have grown up with this, you know, this mantra of reduce, reuse, recycle. So, <laughs> exactly. we're in the reuse part. <laughs> yeah. You should, you should be doing that. So, along the same lines of what you're saying, actually, David's initial question is asking, how do we get a profit of under five dollars? So, you were talking about, yeah, yeah. So, this is exactly what I'm doing. Is I'm making sure that I'm buying really low, and I'm not. I I don't sell or trade away cards. I don't even list cards under a dollar. It's pointless. Yeah. Um, just hold on to it. If you think it's a good card, understand that if if you believe it's a good card and you have a bunch of them, hold on to it until it's a proper price. So on that, um, when I talked about the stuff, was I don't think it was last week. I think it was the week before where I was like, these are the failed specs. And I was talking about how actually if you look on eBay and check – you might be the only person that's listing it. You can sell it, even though you can buy it on TCG for forty cents. You can sell it on eBay for three bucks, four bucks. Mm-hmm. And how you make a profit with that is exactly what Larry was just saying. All the stuff you you reuse, what ends up happening? Here's how my sales go. Uh, anything that's under twenty dollars, this is basically what I do. I take the card, put it in a penny sleeve, put that inside of the hard case. Take, do, you, do you reverse it where the open part of the sleeve is down? I don't, but what, what I do is I do that, yeah. that second, um, you know, the pocket sleeve that has the sticky on it. Mm-hmm. You put that in there and then you tightly get that on there so the okay. card won't come out. It just hits the pocket sleeve if it's going to come out. Okay. Uh, and, and I then, use a piece of tape for that. Yeah. So that's better that you have it flipped around because I actually did that uh, like a year or two ago when I used to, when I used to trade on Puka Mm -hmm. and I put it on there and I put a tape piece of tape over it, but it wasn't open on the top. And I've had this happen when I've opened a package, the card came out of that 
and stuck to the tape. And they said it kind of wrecked the card a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So the only time, and that gets into my above $20, I, I package them differently. So after I put them in that pocket sleeve, I tightly put it on there so that the card, if it comes out of the sleeve and out of the hard case, mm-hmm. it's just hitting that. So it's not getting anywhere. Then <laughs> I take, I have... Uh, from real estate, I have a bunch of paper that I save whenever I uh, use the back side of it. Mm-hmm. I take that and I kind of make a like I take the card, put it in like the middle it. of the piece of paper, and I fold it all around. So tightly. it's like an envelope inside exactly. the envelope. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Because what I've come across early in my sending cards is there's two things that happen with the post office. Mm-hmm. One is the machine sometimes can catch it, catch and your then spit the, it out the and envelope, kick it out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or two, you have, uh, not saying this always happens, but you have an employee that sees that it's a card and they slit your package, the, the envelope, take the card out and leave everything in there. Yeah, which so is when, bullshit if that does happen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've had empty packages where you see it's cut where they actually yeah. opened it up. But So this is why I put the paper part in involved because then I take that, tape it closed, and I put a piece of tape on that, and when I put it in the envelope, I tape it to the envelope. So if, even mm-hmm. if that gets caught on the um, their machines, it won't leave the envelope because yeah. it's taped down. And that's I, – I don't – I used to wrap my trades in paper, and then mm. I just kind of stop. And so what I do is I just do a, you know, a piece of tape to the hard case and then tape it to the envelope, mm-hmm. and I haven't had a problem yeah. in a year. So, yeah, you can stuff. do it. I just got more paranoid so, because I, it felt like there it was – It was happening a was, lot yeah, there I was, for I got like a lot six of, months. A lot of shipments that just weren't getting there. Or they'd get it, and it was empty. Or I would get mine, and they were empty. So I started doing that. And it doesn't take long. Um, I, I told David, too, it was like, this only takes me about two to three minutes. From the time the order's done, I go – you know, I this also includes. And so everything under twenty dollars goes into an envelope with no tracking. Right, no tracking. It goes just with a stamp. Uh, most of those I've haven't spent that much money anyways, and mm-hmm. they've jumped up. And normally I have other yeah, copies. Yeah, so, so the loss isn't nearly as bad. And right. so you're almost doing like a calculated yep. loss. Like, okay, so if this doesn't work, or one the every claims, fifty like maybe gets work. lost if that yeah. happens. I haven't knock on wood. I don't have wood near. There we go. That's wood. <laughs> I tapped my penis. No, I didn't. It was, it was the chair. He did not. <laughs> he did not. Because that would have been weird if you're like, yep, yeah, that's wood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, one in 50, I mean, I've sent out a whole bunch of them. It's over one in 200 right now. If one of them got lost, you know, just saving on that stamp instead of 266 mm-hmm. is what the eBay shipping would be. And I'll get into that in a second. Um, so, yeah, that's how I ship it. You got to make sure that when you do the folds over the plat with the paper, get it tight because if it gets too thick, they will send it back to you. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want it to be too thick or too heavy. I keep hitting the goddamn stand. <laughs> um, yeah, they and so you actually there's a certain amount of weight. Yeah. That you can uh, that is allowed in and on the the envelope. And it's mainly the ridges is what they get where I've is gotten it? kicked back to me. Okay. Uh, and that hasn't happened for a while because I've actually tightened it. But what I figured is you're at this shipping is one to four cards. If you're getting over the four card mark, you're starting to get too thick because it won't fit in the plastic sleeve by itself, and you almost have to get two of those plastic plastic so, cases. And that's where what I do is I get a longer sleeve, mm-hmm. and so like 
Um, you can roughly, if you have a longer envelope. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that's another you, trick. You can get two, two of those uh, card cases there. in there. Right. And you can get up to roughly six cards. Six to eight, yeah, um, I would say. I, I think eight's four. too much when I did for weight the wise. weight wise. Okay. Yeah. Because I put it on like a scale and I'm just, it's just like I'm within like 0.01 <laughs> of it. And, you know, you're just like, okay, I, I still need to tape this down. That might add something. So I don't, you know, if you want to push it, they, they, on, I don't know offhand how much the weight is. I just know, like, I, I don't want to go over about six cards within an envelope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's generally, and generally it's most of the time it's one. And actually this week is the first week I've been getting multiples because everybody's like, I want walls. And I have about 40 wall, different walls that are posted on eBay. Buying yeah, they're me. buying a bunch. Cool. So then I'll be sending more. So now when we get to the $20 or more, it's a little bit different. Those I do... I buy the eBay through eBay because you get the and, tracking, you know. and it's two sixty six. Where if you go to the post office, it's three something to ship those. So you get a little discount because you do it through eBay. Mm-hmm. That I put in those, uh, like a, the what are they? The little bubble wrap envelopes where they're yeah yeah four they're by, like paper on the outside, bubble wrap on the inside. Yeah, four by seven right. small bubble mailers, and actually you can get ten of those at Walmart for five bucks. And I bet you could get them cheaper online if you wanted. But yeah, that's, Walmart that's was, a pretty good price. Was pretty cheap. But so then the difference I do with twenty dollar orders or more is I do what you were talking about is a double sleeve. So you put the card in the sleeve. Oh no, you didn't double sleeve. You put it opposite way, right? Is what you said. Yeah, I just opposite it. So th- there are different sleeve sizes. Uh, if you get the ones where it's the colored sleeves compared to the clear sleeves, the colored sleeves are typically smaller. So you put the card your card in that flip it upside down put it uh in the mm-hmm. clear sleeve and then i'll put that in the the hard case then i will tape it because now the card is not facing like if it slides out it can't slide out because it's only on the yeah. plat the so the, penny the one that you use is a bit smaller right like it almost fits the card for the bubble mailer is that what it is yeah okay. yeah because the ones that i buy are a bit bigger and so actually i don't have i don't go through all of that part what i end up doing is using old bubble mailer and like i tear it up and then i wrap that around the the hard case Mm -hmm. and then put it in the bubble mailer oh okay so it's like thicker but it's like double padded how much does that normally cost you for same price is it yeah yeah because it doesn't weigh anything and Mm -hmm. and the bubble mailers are all about weight yeah and sometimes i've had it where they reject me because it's not enough like I need more weight within that package, and that's that's why eBay's kind of nice. Is yeah, that's one of the problems where if I brought it in, sometimes I've had that where they're like, "Uh, this needs to be bigger mm-hmm. for you to ship it." Uh, eBay, you just, just print it off it, yeah. and put it right on there. Yeah, I always go into the post office, but it also like I I never have a problem. I never have it yeah. returned, and then they just they're like, "Yep, that looks good. That's working." Um, you know, I've done international shipping. And you have to fill out customs forms yeah. and stuff like that, so they help there. you with that. <laughs> yeah. So, but so like, then, the, the, then everything else follows the same thing. I use a piece of tape, and then you got to do the courtesy tape where you fold one end because I yes, hate that. Yeah, I totally get so agree. many of those where I'm like, ah, damn, I got to use my damn fingernail. So to yeah, cut it. so on one side it's flat, and obviously that's what you want. And then on the other side, you just do a little fold, fold like a quarter inch, so that that part doesn't stick. It's just and a courtesy it, tape. It gives you something to grab onto <laughs> to pull. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, and make it a clean pull away and, yeah. and the tape doesn't stay there. Cause um, I've had somewhere it's so like 
taped so tight that I can't even get my fingernail in there to do it. And I'm like <laughs> trying to rip it apart without messing with the card. I, I have or a knife right next to all my stuff, so I can just because I don't have nails. So then, so yeah, I have OCD. <laughs> so then everything else follows the same. So then after that, it goes in the pocket sleeve with the stickiness. I still. I still put the paper on it just for extra packaging, and then I just stick that in the the small bubbler. I do not mm-hmm. tape it to the bubbler, the the small bubbler, because yeah, no, this... now it's not going through the machine anymore. It's being yeah, handled differently. For... And I've only had one problem with bubble mailers before, and that one sucked. It was it was like a seventy dollar trade, and it got lost, and I had tracking on it. I was oh. like, it's fucking right here, and they're <laughs> like, we don't see it. And I'm like, god damn it! It had like dark depths in there and some. Oh, uh, I actually ones. just had that happen with my the Galtas when we you spec'd oh, yeah. on the the promo ones. Mm-hmm. Um, mine, I could I can still see where they are. Yeah, they're like at this post office and haven't left there. And the the guy's like, "We'll give it another week. Give it another week." After a month and a half, he's like, "All right, I'll give you your money back." And so they're <laughs> still just sitting there. He like tried to call the post office. Yeah, and, and they're just like can't find it. And yeah. they all they do is go back, and they're just like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> It's, it's lost. That's all it means. They know it. Yeah. Uh, so then th- that's pretty much for the packaging stuff. So $20 are over in the bubbler because, you know, that's I'm a little... trying to think, like, for, for an envelope, I generally go, like, 4 to about $12. Mm-hmm. And then I try and not, like, that's that's the whole thing. Like, I try and not have any trades in between, like, 14 to, like, 18 you just don't like those numbers. <laughs> well, I feel like it's it's in my mind it's a little too risky to be putting into an envelope, mm-hmm. but it's not enough to yeah, be you. putting into uh, a I bubble know, mailer. I actually no, I get what you're saying. And That's so a couple it, of those this week when I you, you kind of sweat it out. It's like I don't want to lose like twenty bucks. Yeah, they were like fourteen, and I was like, ah, I kind of want to put tracking, but if I do that, I'm losing out on a huge part of this yep. profit. Uh, I'll just do a stamp. I got a couple extra because it's all about percentages. Yeah. So um, we're not high enough volume like we're not amazon amazon only charges like pennies on everything that they charge or everything that they sell but they sell so much that they make you know largest company jeff bezos richest person in the world you know yada yada it works for him Mm because he has everything yeah whereas you know we're we're not card kingdom we're not channel fireball and those guys like, and most people i mean i don't know all what our listeners but a lot of people are probably in the along the same lines with how we sell and stuff you know i mean a 15 dollar loss on that is like oh man yeah okay so that was another email that we had was there's uh, uh joseph from canada uh he was selling i believe it was on face to face i don't really know the program very either, well actually um but he said that when he shipped it shipping was $15. Yeah, so that's... Uh, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that takes a lot. So Fast Finance, that's another podcast with... Uh, they're, they're good guys. And like, we've mentioned them a couple yeah, times. they do a good job. But one of the guys is from Canada, or lives in Canada, and is shipping... It typically is that fifteen dollars, eleven to fifteen dollars. So Joseph, that's was, socialism for you. Yeah. I don't know, but our, our system's socialism too. So. so Joseph had asked, like, how do you, like, was it justify paying that, or how do you, yeah, how, how do you make any type of uh, profit profit off of that kind of shipping? And I was, it's tough. So if if you listen to the Fast Finance podcast, which good show too, listen to that show. Um, if you're Canadian, that might help you as well. There. Yeah, but. If you listen to those guys, they typically are on the higher end of their specking cards. And I think I'm not saying that this is why, because I'm just guessing uh, part of it might be because it makes it more worth sending a 
$150, card or package to somebody and it costs you $15 to get it over, you know, instead yeah, yeah. of... No, it makes sense. Like, let's say you bought your Underground C at 500 and then a month later it's up at 800 Well worth the shipping at $15. Yeah. You, you you still made a couple hundred dollars. Instead of buying the uh, Sunscape Familiars for $0.25 cents that I did and, and then for selling two, for 4 yeah, bucks four right bucks. now, that's you're getting charged $15 <laughs> for that shipping. So, yeah, you kind of got to pick your battles, especially if you're in Canada and listening and trying to pick out specs. Any of the specs that we're saying that are only going to go up to you know four or five bucks from you know pennies yeah. on the dollar, those aren't probably the ones for you. You're more looking for the specs that are a the couple bucks, five stuff. bucks, ten bucks that are going to jump to forty, twenty, fifty. Yeah. So like the uh, like how I jumped around there, I went yeah, forty, yeah, and then I came back the down to twenty, and then went up to fifty, and then a thousand, and then we're going to go down yeah. to six, and then. <laughs> the, but like. Uh, so like Stoneforge Mystic would have been a good spec a couple weeks ago when yeah. it was twenty. It, it, you know, it's a good card. You, I think you almost want to go for more sure things as well. Yeah. Um. You you want it to be a, a bit more stable. Like you're looking at it, and you're going, how is this card not more expensive? Yeah. And if you got that, then I would say that's what you buy and, and spec on and wait for that increase. Um, and I think you want to, you know, you, you have your percentages that you want to be making money. If you're selling a, you know, um, let's say Stoneforge Mystic, you bought it at 20, let's say it went up to 40 and then you're trying to sell it and you have $15 shipping, making five bucks on it ain't worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, um, and that's way you, you don't have enough of a differential there. So like you want to at least be making like $30 on your card to pay off $15 and that's like low low end now the other thing I just kind of thought of is actually you could still spec on some of those lower end ones if you're doing it as a buy list so if you're going to sell to card kingdom all those cards but you get it so that it gets to a couple hundred bucks you know so you're going to have to sell a mass quantity at the same point yeah yeah so that's the hard part you still want to be but you're still still making that much yep yep you're still making that much but you could you could potentially spec on these lower end cards although like I've been pointing out is uh, Sunscape Familiar, $0.25, cents, selling it for $4 on eBay. You can't you buy can't list $4. that. For, yeah. You can't get it for – it's still at $0.25 cents on Card Kingdom. Is it? Well, I, I think it's actually up to, up to $0.40, cents, but still. Wheel. that is Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, exactly. If you have like 5,000 of so, them, there's yeah. a profit. <laughs> so, like, so what you're saying – yeah, and I would agree with that as well. If, if you're going in on a low-spec card – go with a lot of them yeah so you're gonna and be almost and i would almost try and like them. package but, them together as like a four of but see that's like so that. it kind of goes against what we were we've been kind of preaching with stuff is like don't buy a thousand yeah because how are you going to sell all those and but that's, buy but that's probably where you're going with card kingdom and you're yeah. hoping that you can at least you know so you're playing the buy list game more. if it's a 25 cent card and it goes up to a dollar credit and you you know you bought let's say 30 you know, you made some money there if you can sell or credit that back to Card Kingdom. Yeah. Um, and that kind of folds into Joseph's second question. I was about to, I was about to trans. Damn no, it, no, you beat I did me it. To it. I did it. I'm a professional. <laughs> um, and he he was asking like, you know, if you're selling it to a bigger, do you go cash? Do you go credit? And this is more Adam's realm. So I've done both. Uh, it depends on what if you have specs that you want to buy, like. Card Kingdom has things that are lower priced. So actually, Crypt Gas was one that I. They had 
decently priced and there was a couple other cards at the time foil ones that i was looking at i was like okay i'm just gonna do the credit to get the 30 percent back and then i bought on my spec cards Mm -hmm. uh i've more often than not taken their credit because you get a little bit more and it's only when i was trying to get uh what was it it was the specs for the expedition lands Mm -hmm. so i could get them a lot cheaper on tcg than i could on uh, card kingdom so i actually when i did my trade in for stuff before i was about to spec on them i took the cash you know i took a couple hundred bucks cash so i could go buy them on tcg because then it actually outweighed the 30 percent. i was actually saving 50 percent by buying on tcg okay so yeah. kind of weigh your weigh your options. See what what cards you have. If you have cards that you want to spec on, check and see what their prices are of that card. And if they have quite a bit available, well then go with the the credit from them. And if it's decently priced, compare it to yeah, your other yeah. par- your other places and see the percentages. So that's a lot of times what I'll do is I'll go all of like five, not five. It's normally eBay, TCG, Card Kingdom are my main ones that I'll have up, and I'll just compare them and see if percentage is what works out better. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I would do. I, I think one thing, uh, a, a couple more like things that I would talk about it for advice in general is just like if you don't feel comfortable like trading it or selling it, but you feel like you have to, uh, I would almost say don't. If, if you really think that's a good card and you think it's going to go higher – Believe it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I, I'll almost contradict myself here. If you're trying to move cards, don't try and get the top price. Yeah, you can go underneath a little bit, and your cards are going to move a lot better there. So and- it's it's a little bit it's it's always different, always changing, and there's all these different sites that you can take advantage of. Two things with it. One thing I got advice from you once. Uh, it was actually with the uh, the Lake of the Deads. So mm-hmm. we bought those way back before the spike. We yeah. bought them when they were three, four dollars. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're cheap. Uh, so then I was looking to dump a couple of them. And I'm like, ah, oh, do I hold it? Do I? Eh, it's on the reserve list. Because they were sitting at like twenty. Yeah. And you were just like, sell. Because I think I still had thirty of them. You're like, sell fifteen of them or ten of them. Keep the other ones. Make your money back or more than your money back. And just keep the other ones and wait till those yeah. go up. So if you have an opportunity, you have quite a bit of them. At least and break make even. your money back, and then you can ride out the yeah. wave and see if it goes any higher, and you can get more money. Yeah. But it is always good to try to get. You don't want you want specs to go up, of course, but you don't want to hold a spec for ten years. You want you want to move that money yeah. because that your money's just sitting in a card that isn't doing anything. But if you can move it and you can buy some other specs and every time I get specs, I keep the card one of the cards I'm specking on. So I'm always my collection's getting bigger mm-hmm. with the cards that have spiked. And they typically don't go back down unless it's like a standard thing or no longer Damn standard rotation. <laughs> but you know, I my collection gets bigger and bigger with these more expensive cards because the spikes hit and everything, and then I'm selling them off, going into other cards and other cards. Mm-hmm. So my advice would be to try to make it move. So if you do see a spike, if you don't want, if you think it's going to go any higher, do kind of what Lowry has mentioned to me is sell part of it, make your money back. Yeah, I and think if you I think hold, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Oh, man, I had something else there, too, that would Sorry, be helpful. Sorry, I talked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Talky. Talky McTalkerson. Um, Do you want me to talk about the one other thing with the eBay special stuff? Like, Yeah, you can talk about that. Okay. Because we, if you we were... still have the 
yeah, the, the other question yeah, that we have from so Tarragon. Kind of going in with how I was saying, compare with different sites. Um, I think I mentioned it last week, but I'm also going to mention it again. Remember, eBay does not have state taxes. So when you're looking to buy cards, make sure, like, that's the one thing. eBay, they're doing that 15 to 20% off. It's mainly 15% off. It's almost happening every couple of weeks, it seems like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What I would suggest is have a list of cards that you want to buy. And when that 15% off, it's for your whole order. So have those cards ready to buy up and just get ready to spend it. Because what I did was I wanted the Battle Bond foil lands. And so when this 15% off thing hit, I was putting that. That's the reason why we missed out on the commander boxes is because I was trying to load up on the, the foil lands of those. And then they were selling up as I was putting them in the cart. And then by the time I figured out, okay, I got a couple of each one of them, boom, I'm going to be done. The boxes were sold out, and then I was frustrated. Half, half the foils were <laughs> it was sold so out. so stupid because then the boxes are sold out, and then I went back to get another box for the $10, $20 more. And then by the time I was checking out there, the foils were sold out. And I was just <laughs> like, oh, my God. So if you, if you line it up where you're like you have the cards, and when that sale hits, just jump on it, buy those cards, be committed. You want those cards for this price. Mm-hmm be committed to buy those uh another thing that 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 benefits is you also get ebay bucks so when this they're doing their 15 percent off thing you're getting it pretty cheap compared to tcg well yeah so let's say you know state taxes are roughly six to seven percent or you know state and federal taxes in the u.s here six seven percent on purchases um along with your 15 percent off plus your ebay bucks like you're just saying Technically, you're getting roughly you know, 20, 21% off plus your eBay buck versus TCG that has the taxes. Yeah. So you almost got to look at it that way, too. So that's kind of what happened there. Is yeah. Once I was like, oh, all the eBay ones are gone, I was like, all right, I'll go to TCG. I was like, okay, they're still around the price that I would have got these on eBay. And then I went to go check out, and it was like $30, $40 in state taxes. And I was like, god damn it. Now they're not – they're – ten dollars more than i was thinking you know like so that's where i would say is be be aware of what the state taxes add that in when you're trying to calculate everything out take advantage of the ebay stuff because that is a very good deal because it goes site-wide and cards move and actually that's a good time to also list your cards get your mom a good birthday present (laughs) as well but listing your higher end cards during that will make your cards move too because people are buying. So if mm-hmm. it's a hot card that people are looking for, like the Battle Bond Lands, boom, you put those on it, That's whatever price, idea. and they So they uh, one, one part that uh, I wanted to add in that Joseph was asking mm-hmm. was um, he had just said, if you use credit, what what are you specking on after that? Like, is there a different philosophy for you when you're specking after you use credit? Or are you still going, I want to hit these parts because they're on my list that I believe are going to go up? So if I have a spec... And they have their prices are right. I'll buy that, but sometimes I let the credit just sit there until a spec pops up. So you don't have to use it right, right. away. You're saying right. Okay. So you and- just let the money accumulate, and it's kind of what it's almost the same thing when I sell cards on eBay. I just let my PayPal account accumulate. So until I find a spec that pops that up, you really yeah. And that's kind of what happened today, where um, my, one of my specs today. I realized there was really low inventory of it. And I was like, holy crap, okay, I'm going to spend my PayPal stuff, which I've mentioned before. PayPal is my only, that's magic. Just uh, everything Mm -hmm. that goes there is from my magic account. So 
Um, I, nothing came out of my account. I just used it off of the 15 Sunscape Familiars I've sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. That one's, I sell, I ship that one at least three times, two times a day. It's it's amazing in the strategist. And deck. I guess it's, uh, it's used in a popper deck too. That's, I actually heard that from um, Fast Finance. They were mentioning how they, they do a segment where they talk about what cards have spiked. And most of the time they say, ah, sell that card, sell that card. Get rid of it. <laughs> but yeah, they, they talked about the reason why that one is good as well is because it's in a popper deck. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, uh, And then the last one would be Targon. Yep. His, uh, oh, wait, one last thing. Okay. With specking and stuff like that, keep an eye on what Goldfish and Command well, Zone are point. doing. I thought we would do that at the uh, oh, beginning for of... Stuff? Yeah, for Smith Specs. Okay. Well... Uh, no, we'll no. just... Don't yeah, say it. Don't wait until later. <laughs> Edit it out. Uh, so, uh, Terragon's question was uh, about uh, when you're specking, how do you feel about, like, or how do you work around with counterfeits, which is a real thing in magic finance that you do kind of have to worry about yeah uh, but at the same time i think it's pretty seldom when it comes to counterfeit cards right um, and it's it, there's it seems like there's more targets like the dual lands are the scary ones dual lands are definitely the scary ones uh that's why i would suggest if you're looking at picking up duels and i think he had mentioned that that's what he wanted to do as part yeah, of it too yep. wasn't it picking up duels um buy from you can buy from eBay. eBay is really good with the sellers. If you get something that isn't right, you get your money back and you send the card back. Um, but Card Kingdom and TCG, well, not necessarily TCG. Yeah, I was going to say Star, Star City Games and Channel Fireball, they are more expensive, but that premium's there because they actually check, check the cards. every card that they have come in. That's a reserve list. Yeah. And so they, they're basically guaranteeing you that is the proper card. Yep. So those would be if you're worried about buying yep. counterfeit ones. Now, yeah. It, there are tests, which we will go into. We're going to do that we, later we plan in a on doing episode. a whole different segment because we spent a whole ton. We just spent a segment on shipping. Yeah. And we're, almost, we're at our time almost. <laughs> we're at an hour. Jeez. So, uh, but yeah, so we're going to actually do another episode with that. Uh, with, at yeah. Some so point. like, do, do we want to talk about just our experiences real quick yeah. with it? So, I really have only checked mine when they get over a hundred fifty or like a hundred bucks. When you're doing dual bucks. lands, the or, dual lands. Yeah. So I just bought a few of the uh, the revised duels, and then I actually did the light test to see if they mm-hmm. were legit, you know, and they were. Um, but yeah, definitely, that's when you kind of start. I mean, you can start it earlier than that, but right now, what we're kind of specking on. I don't see as many counterfeits because I'm not buying fifty dollar cards very regularly. You know, it's and a lot of times it's foil, which we have to kind of look into that. The foils are a little more difficult, but I did read some stuff where people take the foil off and then print a foil card over the top. So it's actually a real foil card. Interesting, but it's not that right the original kind of, one. Okay. Yeah. So, but Smart. foils are a little bit difficult, more difficult to to check if they're fake or not. You know, you yeah. can't do the light test on those because I tried that. I was like, oh, I wonder if foils work with that and then nothing came through. We'll, like, we'll talk about the light test in uh, a different, you know, in that full-on segment. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a lot more links that'll get you the actual, like, good information on it. Uh, but right now, I think we're just talking in general. Like, we haven't dealt with it a whole ton. Like, the only, I have one card, Concordant Crossroad, that I picked up in 20 cents. You know, from Chronicles, um, it's like a $10, $15 card right now, 
but I was trying to trade all of my Concordant Crossroads when they're like six, seven bucks. And I just kind of looked at it and it kind of like has fading on the picture, almost like it was worn away. And it looks different than every other card that I have. I have, you know, I have Alpha Beta mm-hmm. Unlimited and this card from Chronicles that looks like no other Chronicles card that I own. Like, it just, so I just. Sometimes they do have bad printings. Of sure, that stuff. but like. Do you know how many revised or like just cards from that era that I have? Mm-hmm. Like, none of them looked at like. Have you that. tried the light test to it? Um, you know, I don't even care. I just, I just <laughs> have it in my collection. I don't want to move it. Um, yeah. I don't want to say like, hey, this is a damaged card and trade it away yeah. on accident. I just, it, I don't want to mess with it. I'll have it there. It's if it's a, real, it's part it's of your real. collection not, now, yeah. so you get to use it. If it's not, it's a really good proxy. <laughs> um, yeah, and then. Uh, there, I've, I've traded with a guy from Germany, so I've gotten a couple like Italian Legends cards, and they look very different from Legends cards, like mm-hmm. uh, English version. Um, and that that kind of like I got an Angus McKenzie that's like three hundred bucks right now, um, and so like I, I think I did the light test with it. I'd have it, it's it. There's it a lot. There's like a lot legit, of tests that you but can like, do because it was just so yeah. mint. I, that's what made me curious, and that's <laughs> yeah, something that it's you almost the, the most perfect ones are. Yeah, that's the that's the part ones. that you want to be worried about. Even some of the counterfeit ones, I've you know you hear the stories or you see the videos and all that stuff where they they purposely make it look dirty yeah. so that it, you know to make it actually look like a real card because the mint ones are the ones you got to look out for. No, they'll they'll dirty them up too just to I'll scuff up the baseball yeah. to get a little bit <laughs> yeah, better grip. Exactly. Yeah, so there there's a lot of people out there trying to make money. Um, it's just better that you do it legitly and um, but the yeah. right way. And we'll, we'll do an episode on this, but yeah. you, you, in the meantime, if you're trying to figure it out, YouTube, just check uh, fake tests, and there's a bunch of them. The light test is the easiest one to yeah, do. Yeah, I think so. Ben test is scary Don't shit. do that. Yeah, don't, don't do, do the rip test because <laughs> you won't get the card anymore. <laughs> that was real. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Tape. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that um, I, I hope that we answered all of the the email questions. Yeah, and thank you guys for all the questions this week. Yeah, was, we really uh, felt special. Yeah, it was very. It was like, whoa, there's another. Oh, there's what another. is going on? <laughs> and then we also had an email. Somebody sent us uh, the coin flipping commanders and yeah. just like Adam th- number two. Yeah, and I think that was like uh, Commander Clash or was that Command Zone or something. Uh, oh, so I it was just like a, a video. quick video. I, told Adam on, I like, wasn't going to be able to watch it this week either. I said, I'll. Tell me what happens, because I don't. I'm not gonna be able to get to it till I'm on yeah. vacation. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm fine with that kind of stuff too. Like that, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, so on to our everything. next segment. Fine. Smith specs of the week. Oh, high five! That was awesome. <laughs> we made eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that connection. Yeah. All right, Laura, you start us off. Uh, so what I kind of want went with was conspiracy, and I'm going to specifically state the uh, foil from Time Spiral, Time Shifted. Uh, so this card is an enchantment, black enchantment, three colorless, two black. Uh, and when it comes into play, you name a creature type, and all uh, creature type or all your creatures are that type. Now, what was the reason why you kind of picked this? So this is like the, the this is the new card uh, that's being. Oh well, oh, yeah, okay, I yeah, guess yeah, we yeah. better go this into is this. The, this is where we get to do it now. So um, one thing that me and Adam both recognize, and I think a lot of people do, is that whenever one of the bigger channels talks about cards that you should go and buy. That's something that you need to perk up at. doesn't mean that they're right, but it means that there's enough people that listen to them. And if there's enough people that believe them, 
that'll start a buyout and a spike. Yeah. So, for example, uh, what was it? We, it was, we, well, we would use Goldfish and Command Zone. Command Zone are the two that will, they have a lot of watchers, they listeners. They freaking yeah. card. And- so, one of the cards that they did this week that actually just caught my eye because I was like, oh, that's actually kind of a cool card is Hammer Mage because I didn't actually have it. Which is not my spec. Uh, but- no, but <laughs> it's... It's a card that then I checked the foils. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't have this card. I want to check and see what the foils are doing. And it's an old card. It's from um, Arcadian Masks. So I checked the foils, and there was only like six copies left at like 90 cents. So I picked myself up four copies, mm-hmm. and then within an hour, it was all sold out. And then the car- the other cards that they were mentioning were starting to spike too. This card is currently still sold out everywhere, Yeah, and it's because they mentioned it on Command Zone. So things like that, if you're watching, you're listening to us, listening to the other podcasts. Perk up and be like, hey, that makes sense. Yeah, and so, th- I mean, it's a decent card that can fit in Commander decks, and so that's actually why I went after it. And I was like, oh, well, there's a limited supply. Boom, I'm picking those up. I probably when I get them, I'll put them on eBay for ten bucks. Make mm-hmm. whatever. Anyways, so Lowry's spec with this my, is because all, all three of my specs are actually based off a of video from Goldfish talking about uh, now a standard uh, cards that were printed in uh, oh, M nineteen yeah, right. that will be modern legal combos. Yeah. Um. And so I just kind of picked cards that seemed reasonable to spec on Mm -hmm. uh and so conspiracy again uh black enchantment three colorless two black uh and then it's whatever creature type you say all of your creatures are that same thing in your deck in your uh, graveyard everything that you have is now that creature type so demons in your hand stuff like that and the reason why this is is because of liliana's contract which was printed in m19 that if you have four different demons at the beginning of your upkeep with different names, you win the game. Yeah, so you and just so start playing turns, a bunch of different named creatures and then you drop this down yeah. and game and the, one and the, and That enchantment actually has, you know, you draw four cards, lose four life off of five yeah. mana enchantment, but that moves into this. They're on the same color. Yeah. Um, and they, there's a blue used, version of this yeah. from Ixalan as yeah. well. Uh, and I think that's a really good card to get into as well, but I'm, I'm just kind of going with... Yeah, and this is old here. school with it, and foils are... You probably get them for about yeah. 9 bucks right now. Foils are $9. I can see this doubling if it works out. Two and foil I, I think printings, it, the Marcadian Mass version of that is 17 bucks. so you, yeah, yeah, you could get the time-shifted and, ones And I think just getting half. non-foil is fine, too, and they're sitting at 3 4 bucks yeah. a piece. Um, I, I think I, I would just kind of probably avoid the Marcadian Mask foil at 17 uh, but, oh, that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, Marcani. Yeah, sorry, time shift. And so I think uh, I think this is a card that has potential. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, like you said, it keeps you in the same color, black, yeah. so you only have to play a. Monologue. I think it. I think it's perfectly fine and casual, like EDH. Like you yeah. can do this easy. Yeah, I like it. Um, so mine continues with the walls, and what? that's <laughs> weird. Well, it, it's because they they spoiled this, you know, command or not commander uh, M nineteen. Core so set early. 19 so early that we've been able to spec on this for a long time because now the cards are actually coming out and people are going to start building their wall decks. Uh, Overgrown Battlement, uh, I don't think I've mentioned it before. If I did, sorry. I, I didn't so. I didn't do it as a spec. I just was talking about all the different cards for it. But I'm more focused on the foils of the Iconic Masters because you can get those for under 70 cents right now. Whereas if you go to the Rise of Eldrazi, those suckers are at $13. Those spiked last week. Uh, So I would say 
go for the iconic masters ones or as yeah. larry would I say iconic masters i can i can i can't i don't think it, it would get up to 13 masters foils no, oftentimes yeah. don't reach the original printing foils. right but at 70 but it, cents you're gonna get to six eight bucks i think i totally agree uh when this is all said and done and you can probably i have a stack of them that you know i'm probably gonna put up there once it jumps a little bit mm-hmm. uh so yeah I, I it's a sweet card in this because it's gonna be in that that deck no matter what you know yeah. this is one of the cards that has to be in there because it gives you a did you explain card. what it does no i didn't so it's one green one colorless it's an 04 but you get to tap it for what you get one green for each card that has defender on it so as many walls as you have that's how much money it's a wall get. deck yeah. fits per- perfectly in that yeah. wall a lot of people want to like make this deck yeah so so it's it's gonna go it's a good card to have in there, mm-hmm. and it's that that card's going to spike here soon, and it's really pretty when you get it, the foil version. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Larry, next next spec. Uh, again, off of a, uh, a combo, potential modern combo, but I think, again, it's really solid in Zombie Tribal EDH decks, uh, which would be Rooftop Storm, which is... Uh, five and one blue. Five colorless, one blue, and you can cast your zombies for zero. Uh, basically. So you and, just make everything zombies with the other card. Oh, like yeah, conspiracy. with conspiracy. Yeah. And so, and the reason why this is kind of a combo for modern, but also pretty good, would be the printing of Liliana Untouched by Death, which is um, you can like minus three her and you can cast zombie spells from your graveyard. Oh, so you, and so you play boom, this, boom, 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 yeah. you know, you have this and Liliana in play, and then whatever zombies you have in your graveyard, you get to play them all for free. And then also the ones from your hand, all for free. And that, you know, if, if you've been board wiped in commander a couple times, you're, you're coming back with a lot of yeah. power right there. I like that. And foils, you can probably get for around five. Yeah, I would suggest foils I think around five, a dollar. Six, yeah. But yeah, I'd probably go for the foils. I in think this, the foils have one of the best yeah. chances of going up a lot higher. This has some sweet lightning on it. Can you imagine that in foil? Shiny, shiny. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so my next my next spec is uh, another wall card, uh, but it's Sylvan. So mine kind of have a point of why I'm specking on each kind of the foil versions of these, but it's Sylvan Carotid, and this is the Theros version. There is a buy a box promo one that just recently spiked, it spiked yeah. a little bit there. It's at ten bucks. Yeah, it's kind of jumping all around. It's at ten bucks right now. Has been as high as fifteen. But the Theros version you can get for three bucks right now, um, and it's it's just a solid wall in your wall deck. It's a one colorless, one green defender, hexproof, and it gives you any color, so it helps you with your mana fixing. Yep, and yep. then it it also is in a modern deck as well. I believe it's a is that. A human deck? I don't remember which one that no, is. I don't no, think. but that's not the reason why I'm specking on it. It's because of Arcades. Arcades, yeah, yeah so, definitely. Um, uh, and that's it's a really good wall. And it's, I actually like the have. art of this better than the Buy a Box promo art. I bought a bunch of both when they right when Arcades came out. But I just I don't know. I like the way that it looks better in the Theros version. So I I can expect this one to jump up. Um, maybe not match. I still feel like the buy a box think, ones think, are going to go higher. Yeah, I think the the Theros foils that are at four, I think those can get up get to, to ten. 10 yeah. And then the and buy a box 15. can get higher. Yeah. So, yeah, pick those up because they're going to go quick. <laughs> All right, your next one. Uh, so uh, I went with Core Tapper, which is a artifact creature for two, which is a 1-1. One, one. Then you can tap it to put a charge counter on... Uh, I believe it's an artifact. I can't mm-hmm. really read it right yep. now. And then you can sacrifice it to put two 
charge counters on an artifact as well. And so the reason why they were saying that this could be a solid card would be with the printing of Magister's Scepter. Oh, this so you was, get the extra turns. Yeah. yeah, so you can get the extra turns, uh, and you could probably infinitely loop this mm-hmm. if you have enough. Yep. You know, I made a deck with this guy before um, in that card in that scepter before. So this is uh, uh, if somebody like this is going to be a, a a core card For in commander. that deck if it if it actually works. But again, I know Adam built a um, you know years ago yeah, before this. we even started Commander this uh, Magister scepter scepter with Core Tapper was a deck that you built. Yep. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, I and built so, this deck. It's pretty. Um, it was pretty. The foils sitting around like seven, eight bucks. The the non foils buck, like a buck, buck fifty. Um, I, I think uh, I think both of them are fine to buy. Yeah, because they're it's a, it's one of the best charge adding charge counter cards out there. Only one printing of that too. Yep, I like it. Uh, my last one is kind of two because they kind of do the same thing kind of cheat i know i always do that sorry larry <laughs> but i'm trying to get more information. we have three but i want to have four to five <laughs> trying to, to give six. them because all these specs are ones that are going to go like now until yeah, they're like get these because they're gonna ASAP. spike so the first one is assault formation to go with the wall deck and you can go with either or iconic masters you can get for 99 cents you can get the dragons of takir there's an r in there yeah, couldn't see it that far away. Uh, so that one, two Why bucks. Why don't you get a bigger computer screen, Adam? <laughs> I need <Jeez>. it brighter. <laughs> uh, but you can get the Iconic Masters for $0.99. Cents. Uh, I guess the other difference is uh, Dragons is a rare compared to Iconic, Iconic is, is an uncommon. uncommon yeah. So you're going to have a lot less with Dragons. Uh, so either one I would say go for. I got a couple of each. But the reason why this is good, yeah, it does the same thing that your commander does, but it's nice to have it. If you've your commander's died like four or five times, it's nice to have another option. This is one green, one colorless enchantment. Each of your creatures assigns damage as for their toughness. So the same thing makes it so walls can attack. Um, oh, no. Then you tap one target creature with defender can attack. And then the other part that's nice is you tap one green and two colorless. All your creatures get O plus one. Yeah, so it's a pump ability on that. Yeah, so you make them all freaking huge and whatever. So Huger. Huger. Hugest. And then along the same lines is Wakestone Gargoyle. The Dissension. You can get actually, no, I'm saying both versions foil of these. The reason I'm saying this is I went and looked because I have both of these. I was going through my foil stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll check out Wagstone and see all that sitting for inventory. There's barely any left. So this one's about to – this it's, one's going to spike. It's a primed powder keg. Yeah. <laughs> it's about to go. Boom. And so it's a Maybe. one white, three colorless defender with flying, three, four. You tap one white and one colorless creatures you control with defender can now attack. One thing Larry did point out to me when I told him about this was they don't do the toughness thing. So if your creature's in 07, then you're kind of screwed. But I'm more talking about the inventory of this is pretty limited. If you want to get it before it goes up to 5 to $10, I would get it now and then sell it right away. Because people are going to make their wall decks and then realize... I don't need this in my deck. So, <laughs> but you can More get it cheap. Likely, yeah. You can get it for under a dollar, like I said, uh, under a buck right now, but there's not much left. Don't spend over $2 on this because it's going to go up to 5 to $10 and then drop after it. Right. Words. So it's a quick sell. 
So sell, sell, sell. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that does it for everything. Yeah, I think that's an episode right oh, there. One last no, thing for no, that. It's not. Sorry. It's also a wall. So like when you cast it, it, it yeah, if you draw you're, a card, you draw a card, whatever. That was the last thing I had in my notes. Perfect. Um, but yeah, that does it for our episode, right? I think. We're Wait, f- no. <laughs> Lowry, what's your next spec? I would like to. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't plan that far ahead. <laughs> well, you could say that other enchantment that uh, the blue one that um, Seth used. Whatever. I don't. Well, I don't know. What, I don't. I don't. I try not spec on cards that are like still have a year in standard. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, it's it's tough. It's a vo- like standards a volatile market to yeah. try and dip your toe into. I. And that's something like in the future, I will start talking about cards that are rotating. That yeah. I would spec well, on. that's going to be in a, what a yeah. month or no, a couple months well, here. Three, three months. In oh yeah, because we just got a release yeah. today. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, three months. Even that. though it feels like it's been out a month. I know. <laughs> it just came out today. Uh, so yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be a, a good segment to talk about all the cards that we should look at. Yeah, because I least, do want to talk yeah. about flip cards at that point because they're not rotating. Oh, yeah, because that's uh, we still got a couple of years. Yeah, or, so Kaladesh yeah. and that's Amon right. Cat blocks are rotating. So, yeah, go for those flip cards. <laughs> I, we agree. And that was... That Actually, was we talked I'm, about it before. Yeah. The buy a box stuff ones are really good to go for, but... Um, so we weren't done with the episode. <laughs> no, we just keep talking. Just keep talking. All right. uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Commander Smiths. And you can email us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. More emails. Woo. We'll try and respond in a more timely Well, manner. we did it pretty good. It was within a day uh, or The two. first couple were like, <laughs> what? where did this come from? They're like, like Lowry's well, sending his, his notes really early this week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then subscribe to us on YouTube uh, and leave any positive feedback anywhere. That's the other thing. If you guys want to start leaving feedback, we're starting to get some. Um, but feedback on whatever your listening device that you listen to us on, that'd be great. Because then the more we get of that, the more other people can hear us. Yeah, we, we saw somebody like on Twitter like retweet us and say yeah. that they really enjoyed us. And we really appreciate that. Yeah. We appreciate it so much that we don't remember who did it. <laughs> I would if I don't I had, take notes. I, I I can find it right really. I want to say it was like last name like... Swain. <laughs> You're just making guesses now. Yeah, but yeah. So <laughs> we appreciate that. More feedback, all that stuff. Great ratings would yeah, be great. Yeah, if you if you actually enjoy us, uh, yeah. tell people that you like us. Yeah, and then uh, spread the word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you I think... believe in Jesus? <laughs> no, that's not where I'm going. That's what that. you said. Spread the word. <laughs> I wasn't talking about that word. <laughs> it is the word. Yeah. And then I said God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, went religion at the end of this. Uh, all right. Anyway, sounder. <laughs> no. Um, not if I have anything to do with it. You have everything to do with it. <laughs> All right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will see you guys next week on my day I come back from vacation. Woo! No. So. Okay. Yeah, I stole your woo. Sorry. No, it was a woo together. It's kind of like I'm the, not really that excited uh, for you to go. Specs of the week. Anyways, you're all leaving right. me. We will anxiety. see you guys later. Bye. Oh, you kept it quiet. You didn't say. Now it just sounds weird that I said <laughs> it like that. What the hell? <laughs> Let's go with that eye connection thing (laughs) again. They can't hear our eyes connect. Sounds mushy.